Friends, welcome to this episode of Leadosophy. You're here with an open mind because that is the rule and not the exception. Today I'm going to talk about an article that was I found on Indeed, indeed.com. It's for employers, people looking for, for jobs. Employers can post jobs on, on indeed.com. People looking for a job can go look for jobs on Indeed. It's talking about leadership questions to ask potential leaders, applicants who are applying for a leadership job. I want to take one of those questions and drill down on a little bit just to see how effective that question may or may not be. Can we ask other questions that might be more effective for an organization or an interview team? We'll tackle that and more on this episode. Here we go. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution, you are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of leadosophy, Tim Wood. Friends, welcome back to leadosophy. Grateful that you are joining. Whether you're listening or watching, I appreciate it. I want to talk about an article written in Indeed.com, on Indeed.com. I'm just going to read, pull a little bit of, I'm going to pull a snippet out of the article and, and read it. And I'll link the article in the show notes. But they start with components of great questions to ask a leader. And they go on to say, you can define leadership interview questions as ones that gauge the leadership style of the candidate. You should know about what types of experience they encountered to formulate their belief system around leadership. Leadosophy has talked about this before, our self-concept of leadership. And you can drill down to that on a leadership candidate, someone who's applying for a leadership position. You can ask them a, I don't know, kind of a, a wide range of different leadership questions to kind of see what their concept or self-concept of leadership is, which is really fascinating. I asked this on my Facebook page, uh, Leadosophy Facebook group. Check it out. You can search for it on, on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, I encourage you to come on in to Leadosophy Facebook page. A little shout out to Leadosophy Facebook. But I asked this question about self-concept of leadership recently to my Facebook group. Got some a wide range of answers, which again, just shows how different our individual concepts of leadership are. We each have different images or words or, or people that we associate with leadership and, and leaders in general, and they're all different, which is good. Anyways, the authors continue in this article, and they, they talk about three components to asking good questions during an interview, and these include making sure they're open-ended. Again, I'm reading from the article, the questions you ask the interviewer should elicit an elaborate response from the candidate, even though you're going to be Focus more on the quality of the content and open-ended response can allow them to explain their rationale behind a decision they made in their career. The authors continue asking about their career accomplishments, questions about a career accomplishment, give the employee time to reflect on how it's a milestone. Their answer can demonstrate how it affected their company at the time they accomplished it, accomplished that milestone. Overall, career accomplishments can show how they can achieve this kind of success with your company while, in, while describing the skills they use to make them eligible for the position. And then this is where we get into the meat and potatoes of this leadosophy 
episode, the authors finish here seeking their motivations to lead at your company. You want to know why a candidate applied for a leadership role at your company? Be sure to be candid when asking this type of question so they can answer it directly if they exhibit excitement about the responsibilities and the company culture, then this is a positive sign. Here's a side note from Leadosophy. The applicant you are interviewing will know nothing of the company culture. Just remember that. He or she will know nothing or very little of what, unless what this person has read. They'll know nothing about the company culture until they are immersed within that culture. They have to be immersed within that culture to experience it, to understand it, to begin to understand it. And even a new employee, it will take them time to start to understand the company culture, the norms, the values, the assumptions, the beliefs, the unwritten rules that are governing some of the decisions that are being made. I think interviewers should recognize this, any company culture type stuff, avoid culture questions, avoid asking follow-on questions if an applicant brings up culture. I'm excited to be part of your culture. Don't even follow it up with, well, what is our culture? What do you think our culture is? Nope, don't even go there. It's not worth it. That's just Leadosophy's opinion. Take it or leave it. All right, so this might be a good time to reflect on your leadership style. So one of the key questions they recommend you asking is how do you characterize your leadership style? right? How do you characterize your leadership style? They're telling a company or a group of interviewers to ask the candidate that question to characterize their leadership style. So maybe this is a good time to reflect on your leadership style. What if someone was to, what if not even up on an interview, but what if one of your employees or someone who you are leading, you guys in a, you're in a one-on-one conversation, they say, Hey, how would you describe your leadership style? I think I did a podcast episode on this once you know, kind of in, in a moment of self-reflection, how would you describe that to, to someone you are leading? How would you describe your leadership style? But to continue on, maybe, again, maybe you're going in for a job interview or meeting with a boss for an annual performance review, whatever it is, maybe you can reflect after this episode is over, you can reflect upon what is your leadership style. Can someone pin you down into one sort of leadership style Or do you believe more of situational leadership styles? It depends on the situation, which Leadosophy is a big fan of situational leadership. But I really want to approach this topic from the employer's point of view, especially given that they recommend that an employer ask the question, how do you characterize your leadership style? So that's kind of what I want to talk about on this episode briefly. So Indeed tells employers to ask this question, characterize your leadership style, Because, quote, you are framing this question to get their thought process behind working with others. Their response can give you clues about the way way they approach tasks they're working on, unquote. So that's what Indeed says. You're framing the question by by asking them about character, leadership, character style, characteristics. So here's some initial questions from Leadosophy. Think about the applicant on an interview. How would you characterize your leadership style? Do you think anyone's going to characterize our leadership style as authoritarian? Are they going to say that on this interview? Would anyone say that they lead with an iron fist? Would anyone say that they are anti-servant leader, but rather they are a me first leader? Is anyone going to say that? Probably not, right? Probably not going to happen. Would anyone say that they lead egoistically 
or self-interests are the primary foundation upon which their leadership philosophy rests upon. Again, if someone actually answered this way in an interview, and I was, I was asking the question, I said, hey, characterize your leadership style. And they said, I lead with an iron fist. I would be highly intrigued. I would really want to pull that apart. I think I could spend, it'd be a fascinating a fascinating dialogue to go back and forth on. What do you, okay, what do you mean by you lead with an iron fist? I mean, don't you think that would be awesome to actually hear that on an interview? If they're really serious, I maybe feel for the people that worked for that person. But nonetheless, it would be interesting to, to go down that rabbit hole on an interview. Okay, so no one in theory, though, or actually in practice is probably ever, if they actually want the job, they're not going to answer with, I have an authoritarian style of leadership. Let's, so let's just couch that. Not if the candidate wants a job, right? But ironically, there will be applicants who claim to have one leadership style. Let's say they, they say they're transformational or they're, they're a servant leader at heart. But yet in practicality, if that's a word, I've used practicality before, in practical purposes, in the real world, in the trenches as they're leading others, they lead completely opposite. So they say they're servant leaders, but in reality, they're me first leaders. So again, they may claim that they believe in empowerment and autonomy on the interview, yet in practice, they are lovers of power and control. And they will crush dissenting opinions and ideas if they are not in alignment so they may claim on the interview that they believe that a good idea can come from anywhere, can spawn from any member of the team. It doesn't matter how far you reach into the ends of the organization, that good idea can come from anywhere, but they will quickly take credit and practice for that same idea. That came from anywhere. They may claim that people are the most valuable asset. Right? They may claim this on the interview, but the quote-unquote people in that person's last job never even saw that person or they were never asked for their that in, for input from that person, right, in practice. So I think the real question Leadosophy wants to know is this. Can an employer truly tell what kind of leader someone will be based upon how they answer a series of questions on an interview? Can an employer sift through the fog of what a person's leadership style is in theory versus their leadership style in the field, in practice, in the trenches? In practice, this is no easy task, Leadosophy would say. But an employer has to try to do their due diligence, right? If you are trying to determine who the best person to fit a technical job position, but they're going to have some leadership aspects of that job, you have to do your due diligence. You have to drill down with very specific leadership questions and some broad broad-based leadership questions as well to help tease out whatever their self-concept of leadership is. It's, again, more difficult than, than it may seem. The interviewers, the interviewers, they have to try to separate the fact from the fiction. What is that person just telling us versus how do they really behave in a leadership role? How would they behave? And it requires some, so a lot of speculation. You know, unless you're going back and, and talking to people that have been led by this person, you're really trying to extrapolate based on some theory that they're saying they lead upon 
you have to extrapolate that into how they're going to perform in the future in your company. Very difficult. So I think the, the interviewers, they have to have a real discussion about the applicant's espoused beliefs on leadership style once the interview is concluded, right? What did they say? You have to start pulling that apart. And you have to spend a lot of time focusing on that. You have to reflect upon what this person said. And do you take everything at face value? Or are there some things that this person said that it's like, I don't know, based on some of the other answers this person gave on the technical aspects of their job, they were very demanding. They kind of had this know-it-all vibe based on the technical aspects of their job. Would that attitude transfer over to the leadership side? Because we have to, again, I've said this before, you have to sometimes separate the technical side of someone's job from their leadership side. And then once you kind of understand how they act in both sides, you can bring them back together. I don't know if how a person performs the technical side of the job is going to differ a whole lot from how they perform on the leadership side because there is a difference, the technical versus the leadership side. So I always, I always say that don't ask me about my leadership style. Don't ask me. Ask those who I worked with, those who I led, those who led me. That's the true metric or the benchmark of leadership or of a leader's form and style, how they treated others in practice and how others responded or were encouraged to respond or were dissuaded from offering a response. So employers don't really have this luxury. I get it. Leadosophy understands. They can talk to references, but those references were hand-selected by the applicant. They can speak to a past supervisor. That's usually part and parcel to the end phase of a hiring process, talking to this applicant's past supervisor. But again, that supervisor may or may not have insightful information. So in the end, Leadosophy recommends digging deeper than the question put forth by Indeed.com. And that, that goes beyond asking, what is your leadership style, right? That's a very broad question. It's very generic. And again, it's very predictable how they're going to answer, I think, Leadosophy believes. So here are some questions Leadosophy would ask that might be a little more narrow, maybe more meaningful, or maybe pack more of a punch, and maybe they help you if you're preparing for an interview, again, help, help you realize or understand what your values and belief systems are as it applies to leadership, as they apply to leadership. So the first question Leadosophy might ask on an interview, what does empowerment mean to you? And give me an example of how you empowered someone you worked with. Empowerment starts pulling apart this belief of power. How do you view power? How do you view the shift of power? The, the delegation of power, the loss of, loss of power. Because by definition, if you empower somebody, you are losing control. Some people have a real problem with that. Another question you might ask, what does serve first mean? And then maybe a follow-on, do you believe that you should take more as a leader or give more? What have you given to others? Not what have you taken, what have you given in the practical world? Here's another question. How have you contributed to the success or successes of someone else? What have you done to enhance someone's career, to help them succeed, to help them 
overcome a challenge? What specifically have you done? Or how have you contributed? How have you failed before in a leadership role? This is a very critical question. This is a question I would ask on any interview. How have you failed? I know you're going to tell me all about your successes. I know you want a leadership role. You desire a leadership position. But how have you failed in a leadership role? What did that look like? What did you learn? How did you grow? Because if you didn't grow from it, then I don't know what the point of, of learning from your failure, failures is. And then, are you a good listener? How do you know if someone asked you, or someone you led in your previous job, if I asked someone in your previous job if you're a good listener, how would they agree with your answer or not disagree with your answer? Or would they agree that you were a good listener? Listening is important. A very critical component of communication. All right, so I think you get the point. Leadership can be awfully abstract. I think that's kind of how I want to end this. Leadership can be leadership can be really abstract. And in the interview process, if you keep the questions at the level of abstract, very very conceptual of what is leadership conceptually, then the answers will more than likely be very abstract. And I'm not sure what good that will do in the long run. I'm not sure that you're going to really be able to drill down and start to understand what this person's real self-concept of leadership is if you keep the the questions very abstract and kind of high level. So you want to ask some very specific leadership philosophy type questions and see if that philosophy, again, you're going to speculate, see if that philosophy uh, will eventually match in practice as you extrapolate into that, that person into a actual leadership leadership position in your organization, again, very difficult to do. I don't envy anyone in that role because you never know how someone's going to perform in a leadership role. More than likely, until that they're in that role, and quite frankly, they're in a role that they've never been been in before. So you can't really predict how they're going to respond, how they're going to behave, how they're going to treat others. It'd be very difficult. So that's Leadosophy's two cents on this episode. Remember, leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding of leadership and of life. Thanks for watching, and we will see you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.